0: No, I'll tell you. Joyce, coming to you live from Las Vegas Nevada today is uh, what is it Wednesday the 14th of March 2018 and the hour is 1 p.m. my name is dr. Wendy Dearborn and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes possibly 90 minutes today and today we are talking about sacrifice is it all of uh, sacrifice is all about an agenda what's yours So guys, again, welcome to the show. Yours truly, Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I'm here in absolutely gorgeous, sunny Las Vegas. Absolutely, it's absolutely divine. It truly is spring weather here we're having, and we don't often have spring weather here. It usually goes from kind of cold to really hot. (laughs) We very, I'm serious, we really have sort of like this in-between thing, and it's so in-between that we've got plants that, don't normally flower together because mm. the people ha- and their allergies are flower- flowering together. Mm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, guys, who you can hear on the other end, that's my co-host, Olivia Lashley, and she's coming to you live from London in the UK. Um, so, hi, Libs. How are you, darling? Hi. Yeah,
1: yeah, not too bad, Wayne. not too bad. You yeah, know, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so, weather-wise? Um, yeah, well, it's nowhere near as cold as it was before. It's still a bit nippy, but... Um... It's nowhere near. There's no snow or anything like that. Okay, um, well done. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, having said that, Liz, I don't know. I don't know what your weather forecast is predicting because the east coast just got hammered again. And sometimes when that happens, it just flitters across.
1: The yeah, way. yeah.
0: But they just got. They just got us. Them get our <laughs> mashed down. Them top <laughs> them in the ground. Them top down. and top <laughs> them down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 'cause I, I I um I had sent a box to a lady in uh what's VT, V T V C V T Vermont Yeah,
0: yeah Vermont, in Vermont, yeah. yeah. And
1: um normally it takes what maybe they can get these days they can get it in like four days, four or five mm-hmm, days.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: um and it's been okay. over it's been over a week. It's been a week, yes. about a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Because every, everything's been snagged up. I mean, mm. like, they don't get, get out beaten. Mm. Whipping them out, whipping them not skipping them. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got beat down long. they got beat down. They've got beat down. But, you know, spring's coming anyway. So on. But, yeah, but, yeah, so that should take a minute to get there, Liz. Mm. It should take a minute to get there. You know, um, because that's not on you. That's on the post. This side yeah yeah
1: absolutely, yeah absolutely absolutely and and i i had to send it late anyway because um the cause we had snow here mm-hmm. um but she oh, she course. said she said um she said it's okay she's not in, she's not in a
0: hurry she said of she course. can be patient so of course of course of course yeah you have to be you know when you're when you when you're living in somewhere that has true true incremental weather um mm-hmm. you really do have to be you know mm-hmm. you do have to be um, and getting off that subject in a hot second though, but it's like here, there are certain things that uh, that I I only order in our winter months. I don't order mm. it in summer months. If I haven't mm. ordered it in yeah. the uh, winter months, I just wait until the next year uh, because it's just too hot. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely, yeah. just too hot. You know, yeah. and that goes from anything from essential oils to uh, cosmetics to. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that will sit in the box and it will just cook. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, I, yeah. I suppose it's something you had to think about. Um,
0: mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me,
1: it's it's nothing. I've never ever thought. Oh well, I can't order it now because it's too hot, or I can't yeah. order it now because it's too cold. Right. You just, you just order it. Yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you do. You really do. You really really do. And vice versa. People who actually live somewhere, I don't know, like in the Dakotas, or whatever. I imagine they would have to think about it too. You know, when you get minus twenty, minus this, that mm. stuff will snap. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it snaps. You drop it well, It just, it just shatters. You know. So yeah. But anyway, guys, um, welcome to the show. Today we're talking about sacrifice is all about an agenda. What's your agenda? And I think really, really important. I um. This year, I think for me on a personal level, I've come out the gate uh, definitely making changes and based on what has occurred in my life. um, I've definitely supported that by things that are occurring and have occurred in my life thus far for this year, about making making changes. Um, When people speak of sacrifice, and especially when they speak of sacrifice that they've made in their lives for others, they're speaking in terms of what they've given up, what they've done, what's happened to them, and this is what's happened to them as a result of the sacrifice. You'll hear people say, I did this all for you so that you could have the experience that you wanted. The word sacrifice, literally means and you can look this up guys literally means to give something up or to to permit that sounded like you today i was trying to get the word out um the word sacrifice literally means to give something up or to permit something to happen in order for someone to achieve a desired goal and this desired goal isn't necessarily their desired goal as with things that are sacrificial um the one thing I think it's really important to be, and that is to be under no illusion, no matter how heart-wrenching, how heartfelt, how disappointing, no matter how painful or soul-destroying, or no matter how gratifying and, you know, I'm walking on sunshine, I'm walking, I'm walking on cloud nine, it doesn't matter. What you need to understand is, and be under no illusion, that sacrifice is a choice. It was a choice. And it was a choice driven by a personal agenda that the sacrificer had. Mm. They wanted a specific outcome by giving up or by doing, as my man Guy Finley always says, by doing fill in the blank. Even even when the sacrificer was doing something that was counterintuitive, they had their beady little eyes and their grubby little hands <laughs> on, on a prize. And they did. This is really how I really feel about this. this you know, And when the prize materialized, and or not, or people were not suitably grateful, or chose to do something else in midstream, which flew in the face of, of the sacrifice, the sacrifice that somebody was making, etc., then in all its glory the sacrificer regurgitates all that they have done, outlining each supposed supposedly selfish act in all passionate detail, in in an attempt to bend others or the other person to their will. Or for me at the very least Uh, look here guys, Uh, at the very least to me, that smacks of emotionally blackmailing people into feeling contrite and suitably apologetic for not putting them, excuse me, suitably apologetic for putting them through whatever it is that the sacrificer chose to go through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So guys, at the end of the day, Sacrifice is about your, me, whoever it is. Sacrifice is about your own personal agenda. Nothing more, nothing less. So don't get them twisted, guys. Don't get them twisted.
1: Because, you know, if if the person that's making the sacrifice Mm. only, only, only did it for the other person then they actually wouldn't be disappointed or upset exactly. if that other person decided to go in another exactly. direction. Exactly. So, so, so they definitely um, did it for themselves. Exactly.
0: Exactly, Liv. You know, the next, time, the next time you feel like you've fallen on your sword, i.e. the next time you feel like you've sacrificed something or fallen on your sword for somebody, and they weren't suitably grateful, Remember, your sword didn't stab you. You stabbed. Life is all about choices and i your love... sword. Say that again, love. You fell on your sword. Yeah. Yeah, you fell on your sword. Your sword didn't fall on you. You literally you fell on it. So your sword didn't stab you, you stabbed your sword. With all your stupidness. Alright, love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, so Uh, Basically, where this show has come from today, and uh, as you can tell, I'm supposing if you listen to the show, as you can tell by my, my attitude, this is something that I'm really quite passionate about. For all of you who don't know me and are new to the show, listen up, guys. Emotional blackmail of any kind is something that I find abhorrent. Emotional blackmail of any kind is something that will really push a button. And I get to choose whether or not it pushes a button, and it pushes a button for me. I'm owning that choice because I know what emotional blackmail can do to people. People stay in relationships that should, they've, they've passed their sell by date. Not only that, in truth and honesty, if you look at the relationship, even if you use the damn defibrillator, you couldn't resurrect it. But yet, still, people stay in these emo- these relationships that no longer serve them, and/or are serving the person who they're in this relationship it- with, and they stay in this relationship based on emotional blackmail. You know, oh, you make me feel da 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 da, or remember when remember when I did this for you. Remember when I got pregnant with your dad and I had you? I carried you for nine months. You kicked me in my ribs. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, you know, I mean, just stuff. And that's well, I was going to say that's an extreme, but I don't actually know if that's an extreme. I don't know. Maybe some people use that. Or you know, uh, if if you if you leave me. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I was being mosey I was listening because I know um hello, Dr. Wendy, dear everyone? so I know that I know they know me. Um, but anyway, um, emotional blackmail emotional blackmail really is a, a a hot topic for me. It's definitely a button pusher. and again, as I was saying, it makes people do things that they actually don't want to do. No, it makes people choose to do things. It makes people choose to do things that they truly truly, 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 don't really want to do, but they do it because they feel guilty. So, guys, it's vitally important that as you move forward, you recognize what your life is about. You recognize what your agenda is about. You own your life. Now, what I was going to say is, is simply this. Um you know, not, not sort of like mentioning any names, et cetera, et cetera. I was privy to a conversation, and this was fairly recently, and you had a a father and a son, and they were talking about, you know, actually, I don't even know how the conversation went from zero to something that was very incendiary. I mean, it, it just ignited. I, I I don't actually know what happened and of course which tells me there are things that are going on under an undercurrent so you've got a father and a son and they're talking And you know the the father had literally given up whatever career the father said that the father wanted so that the son by their different definition by the father's definition could pursue a career in entertainment. And I'm going to make the assumption that this is fairly true of all Western countries, um, that if you have a child who is in the entertainment industry, that to a certain degree, when they're on set, the parent or a guardian needs to be present. And so his dad chose to be present. And as a result of doing that, his dad didn't actually um, accumulate, you know, a pension and, uh, you know, the, the, the Roth IRAs and, you know, the, the sort of things that people are meant to do or are told they should do for, for retirement. And, you know, his son, who is now a grown man sort of thing, and um, they were talking, and the son said, well, I really never, ever wanted to do this. And I did it because I know you really wanted me to do it. And I think that's when the dad went off. And the the father went off and he he started to, uh, this is how I knew there was no pension and no 401k or no Roth IRAs. And that it was all done for the son. When in reality, the son didn't really want this. And when the son decided not to do this, the father was really, the father was like now scrambling because it was like, okay, I I actually am um, making the choice to go back to work. Actually, the father could have uh, um, expanded his business, but the father decided to go back to work so that he could get um, a pension or add to whatever was out there from the time, you know, dad had been in the in the work environment. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this, this conversation and while I will say that there was an undercurrent, there were other things going on, what I heard was I sacrificed my life, the best part of my working life for you and now I have nothing because you chose not to go into the entertainment field. So when I actually heard this, I said to myself, well, how much of a sacrifice was this? Or, or what was your agenda? What what was your agenda? Because, at least, correct me if I'm wrong, but the agenda was that based on what his son was doing, he would have been able to earn a living and go into retirement or when hitting retirement, he would have been able to, you know, be comfortable in retirement. Or did I miss something?
1: Well, well yeah, I suppose you're right because it was something specifically that was brought up. So yeah, if it hadn't been brought up I'd say no, that's kind of stretching it But as it was actually something that was verbalised I'd say yeah, it and definitely was, played a part It might have been subconsciously But it definitely made played a part And the thing is Because that they, was
0: the thing that, that, that he said I don't have any retirement
1: Yeah, yeah So I would say that yeah It definitely played a part But they both They were both actually um, They ventured in a direction that was instigated by the other person. So mm-hmm. the son did it for the father because that's what he, thought, because he said he didn't want to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And the, the father has done it for the son. So mm-hmm. it's taking them both on on a tra- trajectory that they
0: actually didn't. Either of them didn't actually want to and be that, there. And that is actually something that I pointed out. Mm. And that's something that I literally pointed out.
1: So they both actually had an agenda. One was to please. You know the other person, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the other one was meant to be to please the other person. But actually, both of them were to to please each other with benefits. That's exactly. Both of them. Exactly. So think, that's, that's the one thing about you know you always say about speaking mm-hmm. your truth. There you that's go. Why it's so important. It really, really is because the downflow can be exactly this. You know, both people being upset both people being this, that, and the other. Whereas, whereas in the beginning, if, like, the son had said, no, I don't want to do this, okay, the, 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 the father might have been upset for a while, but then it's done and dusted. He's not going to do it. End of story. And,
0: and you see, Liz, that, that's, that's, the, that's the ticket right there. That is the ticket right there. That, you know, if, um, if the father had spoken up and, and really checked in, really checked in, really checked in. Uh, are you really wanting this? And or, and or, you know, the flip side of the coin. I, I don't know, I don't know about um some people, but I know coming from a West Indian household, sometimes you don't have a choice, mate. <laughs> and it might have been one of those things where, oh, no, we're going to ride this until the wheels fall off. You know, so there was choice out there, but, yes, I definitely agree with when you talk about you are sacrificing yourself for somebody and or something. You need to realize that you have your agenda. If and this 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 is you know the ultimate sacrifice somebody giving life for somebody. Understand that the agenda is if somebody sacrifices their life for you, the sacrifice is. The agenda. And the agenda is that you live. And you live at the expense of them. And they are okay with it. You see, for me, there is no such thing as sacrifice. Mm. Because behind sacrifice, there's always an agenda. Because
1: I think, like, to say... You said something a minute ago. I can't remember what it was. But... um... The other thing that the the, son, the 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 father could have said, well, this is what I want out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, this is why I'm pushing you to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's oh because I want you to do have a better life, because I want my uh, pension, because I want my blub whatever mm-hmm. it is, I want a big house, you know, pool, and all the rest of it. Um, I think if the father had actually just said what the agenda was, then the son would have thought, okay, well, do you know what? This is really serious. Exactly. And I'm exactly. not going to take that responsibility on.
0: Exactly. Exactly, Olivia. And this is why it's so important to speak your truth. What is it that you are truly wanting? What is it that you're truly wanting? Because when you don't articulate it in a way that can be understood and understood in a way where it is not all cloak and dagger, understood in a way that it's not behind smoking mirrors, understood so it is um, explicit. There, there is no room for anybody to have any misunderstanding. When you speak to your truth at that level, it will assist and support you in being able to move forward in your life. And move forward in a way where, as you just said, Liz, the son could really have said, "Oh, you know, Foxtrot. I thought this was just a thing. I didn't realize it was a real thing. I just mm, thought it mm-hmm, was a thing." Mm-hmm. But me realized, no, is that thing. Mm, and mm-hmm. so, I want to do this, mm. or okay, I I, I I can do. I can get behind it. I can see. Yeah.
1: thing and it could also open other doors because he um, could say, "Oh well." Well, when, when when the when the father said what he wants out of it, he could say, Okay, well, um shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, it wasn't what he expected. Um I can't remember what I was gonna say. Oh no, then 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 the son might say, Well, do you know what, Dad? I was going
0: to do it just because I thought you wanted me to do it.
1: Exactly. And that opens a whole different dynamic it is, it's, in it's their relationship.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's a dialogue. It's a dialogue. You know, Liz, you know how many people um, that I have met who, who talk about, you know, they sacrifice, you know, to take care of their, 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 their parents or they, they sacrifice, I mean, to take care of their kids. They sacrifice. No. You had an agenda. And whether that agenda was you looking to be loved, whether that agenda was looking for you to receive accolades from other people because you're so worn down and trodden down, or you appear that way, there is an agenda at foot. You know, you you being a martyr to the cause, nobody except yourself. Martyrdom isn't about anybody else. It's about you. Sacrifice isn't about anybody else. It's about you and your agenda and your wants. So the next time you want to regurgitate in all your fine glory about all the stuff that you did and how people are so, what do you call it, Um, they're, they're so ungrateful. They're not this, they're not that. They're not doing what you perceive to be Suitable enough for you to know that you are. What's the word I'm looking for, Liz? Suitable enough to know to know that you, you know that, that 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 they're thankful. Here we go. I'll use that. They're not being thankful enough. They're not showing it enough. The next time you find yourself at that crossroads, what I'm going to say to you guys is: ask yourself, what is my agenda? What am I really wanting out of this? You know, am I, am I looking for brownie points so I can get into heaven? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Them ain't the brownie points. You're getting in there anyway. <laughs> so you don't need those kind of brownie points. You're getting in there anyway. There is no such thing as sacrifice. There is no such thing as sacrifice. <laughs> the only thing that is is agenda. Why are you laughing,
1: Olivia? No, no, I was thinking about the thing of doing something uh, to think. Okay, well I'm gonna get into heaven. It just it defeats the object, doesn't it? Does it? Because if, if 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 that's the only reason why someone would do something, then that's surely not where they're going.
0: I mean, exactly. I don't mean
1: to be. I don't mean to be horrible. Exactly. But, if it's not a natural thing, I mean, the last thing you should be thinking, oh, I'll do this to, you know, be, you know, to get good grace with God or, you know, to get into heaven or Mohammed or Buddha or, you know. Um, it's
0: an agenda. No. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's absolutely. an
0: agenda. And, you know, guys, it, th- th- there's absolutely nothing wrong with having an agenda. Believe me when I say that. I have my own agendas. Trust me when I say that. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with having an agenda. When it becomes wrong is when you feel, when you feel that your agenda is because somebody else has chosen it for you. When it becomes wrong is when you start saying that you have sacrificed your time, sacrificed the best years of your life, sacrificed your money, sacrificed your career. No, love, that's a blame game. That's
1: a blame game. It's actually like just being disgruntled because exactly. of the choices, because of the choices, choices that you've made. made. Exactly. It's actually got nothing to do. It has got something to do with the other person, yes. Uh, but in the dis, the disgruntlement, if there is such a word, um, that's all about you. It's got nothing to do with the other person. And you must have been needed to be in that situation to find something out, something out about yourself.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, there are people I know, and I really mean this, Libs, and I really, really mean this. I've been in Las Vegas for nearly 23, nearly 24 years or whatever. And there are people I know, and Livs, they are still having the same agenda. uh, Well, they they have the same agenda because they're still talking about the same sacrifices that they have made almost, you know, 25 years ago. You know, that's almost just over half of my life and they're still talking about the sacrifices that they have made and the sacrifices that they continue to make you know and I I listen and I'm like well what's your agenda what do you get out of this
1: it's actually in a way it's actually a little bit sad Um, sad
0: is an understatement it's a freaking understatement Olivia did I cut you off (laughs) No, 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 no. That's sad too, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, sad, sad, sad is the right is the right word. It is really sad. It is it is really really sad. It's like the time in in the in the hairdressers, and I I, I don't think I've spoken about this in a long in an age. Um, no, uh, you know, I'm sitting in the hairdressers, and and this chick will call her Sharon for intent and purposes, and She's she's talking and she's going on about her mum and this and that and blah 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 and I, I'm I'm listening right. I'm 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 listening, and I'll never forget. My hairdresser at that time was Barbara, and that's actually her real name. That was Barbara, and I, I'm sitting in there and I'm listening and I'm feeling. You know what I'm like? I'm feeling so sorry for this lady, and so I made the mistake of of saying to her in my usual way, you know, isn't there any way that you and your mum could sort of you know, bridge the gap and this and that, you know, that sort of stuff. And I swear to God, Liz, because Barbara was shaking her head, right, <laughs> saying no, don't do this. And Olivia, I swear, if that woman could have stabbed me in the neck with her scissors, that's all this woman needed. Mm. I heard how her mother did this, and her mother did that, and she always did this for her mother, always did that for her mother, blah, 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 blah. And so then she's talking, And something I said to her about talking to her mother, and she, well, how can I? She's dead. And I'm like, oh, this is a bigger problem. (laughs) (laughs) This is a much bigger problem. And it was a much bigger problem because mum had passed several years ago. Mm -hmm. But here you go. She was talking about it then. She's talking about it now. Yeah. And as a result, Liz, and this is a true story, as a result, she hadn't seen her Her son she had one son she hadn't seen her son nor her grandkids mm-hmm. and Olivia and Emma live right here. The grandkids, if truth and honest to be known now what this is several years later, the kids could be able to definitely walk if not drive to grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. that's how close they live, and they never see each other she, she wouldn't be right for Christmas she would be because it's all this same stuff. you know she was talking about how. You know, her mother kept her from her son. And well, Liz, you know what I'm like. Mm. So I listened. So I said to her, is your mother keeping you from your son now? Or is that you? Mm. When I say that Barbara looked like she wanted to cut my eyes out. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny because I was well aware. Wear a butt, but I just wouldn't. I wouldn't even look at her. You know, I, have I haven't seen her for ages, actually. um But she looked like she wanted to take my eyes out my head. She was giving me the evil eye. Everything lived, and I was just going. And so then the woman started crying. She mm-hmm. boxed out crying. You know, her career had been affected by this, and yada 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 yada. And so this is before I had done uh, intrinsic coaching, actually. So I did say to her, so, you know, what do you actually want? Do you want a relationship with your son? And so she cried now even harder. She doesn't know if that would happen. And then I do remember this clearly, Olivia, clearly, because she said to me, I could never do anything right. If I was holding my baby and feeding my baby, vacuuming the floor, and, and cleaning off the kitchen counters and cooking at the same time. My mother would always say that I'm doing something, one of, one of these things wrong. And my thing to her was, why does it matter now? And as I said in my usual eloquent way, she's dead now, isn't she? So why does it, why does it matter now? How, how, how can it possibly matter to you now? And so I said something else I can't remember because I've written this down actually because it's it's actually part of the book Choices, so it's definitely recorded, and I know I said a couple of other things L- Olivia, that lady was pissed, that lady was pissed, and so when when um you know Barbara finished her hair and she, and she left, Barbara says to me, "Oh, I don't think you've made a friend there, love <laughs> well, <laughs> but that's me I don't think." I don't think you've made a friend there. And the woman, she was, because she was crying. she was sick, she stormed out, blah, 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 blah. I don't even think she ticked Barbara. She, you know, and off she went. Well, you know Albertsons around the corner from me, Liz, you know, the grocery mm-hmm. store? Mm-hmm. I was in the grocery store, and this was almost a year later, almost a year later. And I saw her, and I thought, oh, crap. You know, but it's one of those things, you know, you're in this long aisle. There is nowhere to go. If you turn the cart around, you know, and they see, they know that you are hightailing it the next way. It wasn't one of those, you know, how the aisle splits in the middle. You can just turn up. No, it was just a long, solid aisle. And I was like, oh, crap. So I was like, okay, when. So I was rolling down and I said, and again, I'll call her Sharon. That's what I call her, although that's not her name. I said, oh, hey, Sharon, how are you? And she looked at me and she smiled and she said, I really want to thank you. And I'm like, oh, really? For what? Like, you know, I said, oh, really? I said, for what? And she said, for what happened in the, um, you know, at the beauty, at the beauty shop, you know, over a year, no, actually it was over a year, over a year ago. And I said, okay. I said, well, I'm really glad it helped. So she said, no, 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 no. She said, what you, what you don't understand is, because she was actually really close to retirement. Mm-hmm. And so she said, I decided to retire. And she said, I have breached, oh, no, I have begun mending the relationship with my son because mm-hmm. she didn't like the wife. Okay. She did not like the wife. And I bet the wife was a reflection of who she was. So uh-huh. she didn't like she didn't like the wife, and so she said, "I have, you know, I, I've mended, you know, the relationship with my son, and and her ex-husband." And so she said that she sees the grandkids, and she said it's really nice because she's been able to have a couple of holidays with them. I I, I don't know mm-hmm. what you call it, like mm-hmm. Fourth of July, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. She's been able have a couple of holidays and she was looking forward to having, you know, like the Christmas holiday and that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff um, Mm -hmm. with the kids and so with with the wife mm, you know, they come as a package deal. So I said to her and this is where this has come from, if you've ever heard me say this before, Livia, this is where this comes from. I said, well, what about your ex-husband? And so she said to me, oh no, honey, that'll have to be a next lifetime. (laughs) She said, I can only work on so much. (laughs) That being said, her whole life had been about sacrificing for, for what she wanted and what she Her agenda was she was looking for her mother's love. This yeah. was her agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, And the harder she tried, mm-hmm. is the more resistance she put out is the exactly. more resistance she met. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing is um if she was always trying to do it, do that in a way that was the dynamic of their relationship exactly. okay because she would try and her mother would put say whatever her mother would say okay. and it, and that was the dynamic of their relationship so mm-hmm. you know if you're always doing for others
0: mm-hmm. then
1: when do you actually do for you
0: exactly you
1: know and it's your choice exactly. and it's it's your choice to do you for no one, no one else is going to do you except you. Exactly. And if you can't do you, what happens is, like with this lady, or like with Sharon, resentment sets in. You start to resent what it is that's happened or is happening. And I think that's when you need to sort of like take a step back and have a conversation with yourself about an honest, honest conversation with yourself about what it is that you wanted or needed from that sacrifice, shall we mm-hmm. say what it mm-hmm. was you were looking for. And mm-hmm. then if it's still possible, you can um, see about ways, like you were saying, you know, to, to, to build bridges, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And if
1: it's not, you can, you can find ways to um, change about how you feel or how exactly. you react to the situation. Exactly. It's a win-win situation, whichever it is, but it's the fact of um, being able to recognize what you're actually doing. So, you know, if you ever hear yourself say intrinsically or to someone else or where about the sacrifices, you know, you've got to the point where whether you realize it or not, there's an element of resentment there.
0: Of course. If you, can you have, help, yeah. if, you, if you can open your mouth and say, do you realize everything that I've done so that you or so that we, so that they can blah, blah, blah. No, no. You need to look at your agenda you truly do need to look at your agenda you have to you? you have to
1: look, you have to look at what it is that you wanted out of it
0: exactly honestly,
1: what you really really honestly wanted out of it and then you can you, you you have a choice you know there are choices that open up to you you know um if you stay saying okay well sent in the in the uh, resentment phase uh, uh you know the sacrificial resentment stage You you're there. You're in limbo. You are going to change, yes, but you may find that what happens is you find more things to be resentful for. Mm -hmm. So you'll think Mm -hmm. about, oh yeah, mum did this or mum did that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, and she used to do that, and then it just brings you down because it actually has a knock on. It has an effect on your self esteem,
0: exactly, and your self worth, and how you think about you, how how you how you feel about you. And then how people in general treat you. How the world treats you. I'm treated this way because I'm, you know, white, black, brown, Indian, Chinese, whatever. Jamaican, whatever. You know? and, And then, and it does, it has an exponential effect on you. And then it affects how you show up in life. It affects how you make choices in life. It affects how you send energy out there. It affects how energy comes back to you. Because of course, what you put out there is what you get back. So wherever you find yourself in life at this moment in time, if you feel that you are sacrificing something for somebody, believe me when I say, I don't believe in sacrifice. You've just made a choice. You have an agenda. What is it that you are going to get out of this? Is it that you're going to get out of this? And guys, I I need you to understand me clearly. I'm not saying don't help people. I'm truly not saying don't go above and beyond. I'm even not saying don't do whatever you're doing out of a sense of duty. I'm not saying any of that. You need to do what you need to do. But understand, when you start choosing words like sacrifice, When you put that before things that you have chosen to do, it's telling me that you never, or you may have started out wanting to do it, but quickly realized it wasn't something that you wanted to do, but you continued to do it because you'd started to do it. And as I said about the son and the father, with the son being in entertainment, because both weren't speaking their truth. Both weren't speaking their intrinsic truth. Both thought that this is what each other wanted. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. The son didn't want to be in the entertainment industry, although I'll bet the son's actually very, very good at it. But that's not their passion. And if people speak their truth, if you will people seem to think that if you speak of truth, that um, you know, it, it's meant to be all warm and fuzzy. All truth isn't all warm and fuzzy. Sometimes it's downright Downright painful But I'm going to tell you something guys And I, I know this from personal experience When you know this from personal experience When you actually speak your truth When you actually speak your truth Others are able to show up in their truth too Doesn't mean they'll like it You know there are times I know in your lives When you've spoken your truth, and it's been blunt, blunt? not necessarily brutal, but it's been blunt. And, you know, somebody will look at you, and they'll say, okay, all right, I get it. You know they don't like it. And they're like, okay, I get it. I get it. And when you part ways, it's not that you part ways and you're not friends. You part ways with a greater understanding. And not only that, it makes you feel good about yourself, even though what you might have been saying no to or yes to didn't make them feel good, and it didn't make you feel particularly good. But you knew it was the right thing to do. You knew it was the right thing to do. The wrong thing to do. And it's very rare that I, on this show, that myself and or Olivia will say this, and I'm saying this, the wrong thing to do as the sacrificer, as the person who feels that they are sacrificing. The wrong thing to do when it doesn't go your way is to regurgitate everything that you have done, outlining every supposed, supposed selfless act that you have done so that others will have what it is that you feel that they want. No, guys, that's not how that rolls. That is not how that rolls. That's not how that rolls. Let me see. My my sister just sent me something, but I don't know what it was. Hello. Okay. All right. Yes, that's not that's not how that rolls. That's not how that rolls, guys. That's not how it works. So in your life. And I really mean this in your life if you want something different if you want to experience something different and incidentally if you caught any of what I was speaking about with, with, with the woman Sharon in the beauty in the beauty store because this, that's a true story it, 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 if you caught anything that I, I was speaking about in that it's really important there was there was such a chunk of her life that was um, that, that was filled with trying to trying to to, to make her mother, and that's her mom, her mother-in-law, her mom, um, love her in the way that she wanted to be loved. And the irony is, she didn't even love herself the way that she wanted to be loved. And this is something that people don't understand. If you aren't doing for you the thing that you want to experience, how in the hell do you expect people to do this for you? How do you expect it? They can't even begin to know because you're not putting that vibration out. they can't even begin to perceive truly what you want because they're not you' you're not putting that out. How many times have you heard in re- people talking about relationships or i don't know I don't know Doctor Phil or whomever it is you know that you may watch and you'll hear one person and they've been really honest well i I didn't know that you I didn't know that you felt that way. No, they didn't know that you felt that way because you didn't express it. You didn't express it in words. You didn't express it in, 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 in deed. You didn't express it in action, thoughts, nothing. You didn't express
1: it. Do you know what? They emotionally did express it Indeed, it's But it, <laughs> it emotionally, the other person didn't want to see
0: the expression. And there, there, there could be that too, Liv. There definitely could be that too be I think it's impossible not to
1: you know if you if you don't really want to do something um it's on you it's written on your face. people know people know I think it's very rare they'll have an inkling you know I think it's very rare that um someone will be gobsmacked when someone says to them, "Oh well, I actually really didn't want to do that." When, uh, when but I, most, sorry, but most of the time people will say, yeah, I, I thought you didn't, but blah, 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 blah. Sorry, go on.
0: When, when it's ironic. When I actually coach couples and, you know, stuff's gone south, the relationship, one's gone south and the other's gone north, and I'll say to them, did did, did you not see this coming? Well, of course, the, the, the party who feels really aggrieved and decided Well, either either way, the party, whoever's feeling aggrieved, invariably says, "No, I didn't see it coming." And I'm like, "How could you not see this coming?" And Olivia, there are people. Did did you not see the signs? No. You know when your dinner was burnt all the time. (laughs) Didn't didn't that give you a clue when there was no dinner? You know when 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 either or always has a headache. And no, there's there's no lovely What? No, did, didn't no, I didn't. And you know, Liz, I I I and I believe this. This is something that Mum Mum would say. You know, there's none so blind as those who don't want to see.
1: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, because I mean, what was their relationship like?
0: Exactly.
1: You know, was it always like that? It's, I mean, and, surely oh, no. not.
0: And that's the question I I, I ask. So, you know, when you guys were kind of hooked up and going out. And, and I realized after a period of time, that can definitely, it, it kind of banks and, you know, it slows it, it mm. down and that. I, and I got that. But there should still, for me, um, be a certain amount of, you know, you need to date each other. You know, you, 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 you need to, I don't care if you've got 2,000 kids or no kids. You need to be in a relationship with each other. And, and like, oh, no, we, 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 we haven't been out for a long time. Why not? Well, he hasn't asked me. Well, every time I ask her, she, she doesn't really want to go. Well, that's not true. I usually usually ask me when I have, and this is a truth true story, here we go. I usually have something going on. Well, I don't ask anymore because she always says she's got something to do. And it's like, it's just about communication. Okay, she's doing this this day. Then ask her what day is she free. Ask her what day is she free. You know, is she lying to you? Uh, no, because she really does have stuff to do. I see her. So oh. why are you why are you asking on that?
1: Do you know she has stuff to do on that? Exactly. Why are you asking on that day? It's
0: obvious you, you actually don't. Mm, exactly. 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 But no, what that boils down to in this particular relationship, what that actually boils down to was in regard to he say, she say, she say, he say, say, whichever it was, it boiled down to you're spending too much time on other things and not enough time on me. Hmm. And that was the communication in that. Hmm. Hmm. And so actually when I asked the question, do you feel that too much time is being spent away from you? And it was like, yeah. And so the other one was like, but we we work together. We're always at home together. <laughs> what, 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 what are you talking about? You know, we'll have breakfast. Uh, not always lunch. We'll go to functions together, and but that wasn't what was needed. Mm. That actually wasn't what was needed. That wasn't what was needed. And so it's vitally important. Vitally, it's vitally important, I think, that people communicate. You truly communicate what it is that you want. Because what happens is you start feeling like you are sacrificing everything. And then when it doesn't go the right way, you feel that you've put all this time in and you've got nothing. It behooves you to know what your agenda is. It behooves you to know what you're truly wanting out of a relationship. You know, people are very um, abstract. People are very, very abstract in what they want. You know, it's like, uh, I'll say, you know, what do you want in a relationship? Well, you know, I just, you know, I just want, um, you know, somebody to love me or just want a companion. This is another one, especially for older people. You know, I just, I, I want a companion. Okay, well, what does that look like? You know, just somebody to hang out with. Hmm, what does that look like? You know, guys, you need need to have your own personal clarity. You have to have your own personal clarity so that you can step into life and through life in relationships and things like this so that you don't get blindsided Or so you don't get blindsided because you haven't really communicated what you want. You see, it's your job to communicate what you want. It's not somebody else's job to read your mind and decipher all the stuff that's going down so that you can have what you want. It's your job to communicate with as much clarity as you can that which you say that you want. And as... Um, Neville Goddard says, if you cannot communicate with clarity that which, you, that which you say that you want, then you don't know what you want. How can you want it if you don't know? If you're thirsty, you know that you need something to drink. And from there, you can de- decipher whether that would be wine, water, beer, whatever. But when you're thirsty, you know without a doubt there's something that you want to drink. And even with that, once you've done that, you can then work on the premise of, no, I actually need water. My body is telling me I need water. And you drink half a glass, a whole glass, or whatever it is of water, and your body says, yeah. If you drank wine, it wouldn't have done that, it wouldn't have satisfied. If you drank beer, it wouldn't have satisfied. All of this, you know, all of this for me is vitally important. As you move through life, as you move through life, recognize, as I wrote here in the synopsis, at the end of the day, at the end of, end of the day, sacrifice is all about your own personal agenda. Nothing more, nothing less. So, as I say, guys, don't get them twisted. Don't get them twisted. The next time you feel like you have fallen on your sword because somebody isn't doing something that you want or they're not suitably grateful, remember that it was you who fell on your sword. Your sword didn't fall on you. You fell on your sword. My thing with this also is stop the blame blame game. That is such a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. And while I will say this, um, as a coach and as a spiritual therapist, I will say this, getting things up and out, your feelings, getting them up and out is very important because sometimes you need to, you know, sort of like vent and unload so that you can move forward or as we talk about, as in the universal laws of attraction, you need to create space So something new can come in. So you get all this stuff up, get it out, let it go. Something new can come in. But if you don't put something new in, what goes up must come down. So that which you've thrown up and out is bound to come back and find its place within you. If nothing new has been placed there. So the blame game is a lame game. It it gets you nowhere. Well, the other reason why it
1: doesn't actually get you anywhere because it the blame is misdirected.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: misdirected to an external person, place, or thing mm-hmm. instead of actually you looking at yourself to find out, well, what were the causes of why I'm in this position as as it, as it is at the moment? You know, you, you have to start with yourself. I mean, the other person can only show you... Um, you in, in a way, a reflection of what's go- how you are treating yourself internally exactly right? and, and the whole point, the whole reason why you've been shown that through them is to tell you something about you exactly and the, and the whole point of that is so for you to evolve, for you to grow you're always going to grow but there's i think there's growth in the direction that takes you to um what your destiny is or or, or what you are here to do and there's other growth that will take you round the houses you you must really still get there in the end but it takes you you know up the hills and down the dales and all the rest of it
0: the other thing is before we wrap up guys is simply this your life is about you and your choices you need to own your life, take responsibility for your life because whatever you do with your life, you're going to be accountable for it. And accountability isn't, you know, somebody sitting in the sky, you know, pointing a finger and saying, you know, you're going to hell, you're doing this or, you know, good work, job. Close, you know. and and exactly. No. <laughs> Accountab- account- you're so wrong. Accountability, I forget that, you know, accountability is about you experiencing the life you want to live, and or not. That's your accountability. Are you getting what you want in this life? So guys, sacrifice is all about an agenda. So I'm going to ask you, what's yours? What's your agenda within the relationships that you have? What are you truly wanting as an outcome for the relationships that you have? And if you know, and it's something that you can articulate, you feel comfortable articulating, then do so. If it's something that you truly can't articulate, then perhaps it's something that you need to look at because you should be able to speak your truth. So, Liz, is there anything that you'd like to add real quick before we... Uh, No, no. No, thanks. Thanks, Wendy. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you. Love you, sis. Thank you. I hope you found this show um, helpful. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm from sunny, sunny Las Vegas, and my co-host has been <laughs>
1: Olivia Lashley from London in the UK.
0: And you have been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. And today we've been talking about sacrifice is all about an agenda. And once again, what's yours? My guy Bob Marley. No.